0: Hi, my friends. So today I kind of want to start at the beginning. I want to really talk to the people who have decided that they want to make some changes in their life and they are ready to begin. But maybe they feel overwhelmed. They feel overwhelmed by the complicated information out there. They feel don't really know where to start. And so that is really what I want to focus on today. There's a lot of complicated nutrition and health information out there <laughs> from carb cycling to macro counting to um, using supplements to hit workouts to all the things. So I really want to um, go back to the basics. I'm going to give you the ideal situation and then also a starting place so that you are able to begin where you are now and continue to grow. It's really overwhelming for people to begin. And I think that this overwhelm can lead to kind of one of two things. Either we get so overwhelmed by all the information that We don't even begin because we don't know really where to begin or we begin and we try to make too many changes, try to start with skills that are maybe a little above where we are right now. And that's, that is too much to sustain. That lift is too heavy. And so we get burned out or we don't sustain it. So like I said, I'm going to give you the ideal and the starting place so that you know where to begin, you feel good about where you are, and you can continue going. So this is going to look different for everybody because everybody's goals and circumstances and preferences are different, but these are all places to start that are um, really attainable for everyone. And they are really the foundation for every strategic set of practices that will get you towards your goal. Whether your goal is to have better blood sugars, for weight loss, for um, healing your body from whatever health crisis you are going from, these are all sustainable starting places. And let me give you a caveat. So my goal for you, for everyone, for myself, is really health. It's health, peace, wellness, and wholeness. This is truly the underpinning of everything that I do, of everything that I believe in, everything that um, I recommend to my clients, everything that I do for myself, so if you are looking for something drastic, some kind of extreme weight loss, um some focus on something that I believe is really unhealthy like getting to a really low body fat percentage, this may not be the episode for you. And in fact, I'm probably not the person for you because I believe that we should all be striving for health and longevity and aging well, and most importantly, feeling really good in our skin. I want you to feel better. I want you to improve your health. I want you to have more energy. I want you to feel good in the person you are, in the skin that you live in. I want you to treat yourself with compassion, love yourself more deeply, so that you have the bandwidth to love the people in your life more deeply. And I want you to feel more joy. So if that's what you want to, then, then this is the place for you. I am the person for you. And this episode will help you create the foundation and the starting point to get you there. So, okay. So let's dive right in. If you have been following me for, for, really the time that I have been doing this podcast, um, you know that I have kind of three buckets, three buckets that I believe are crucial and really important for us to fill regularly to transform our health, and that is nutrition, movement, and mindset. Nutrition to really give yourself the nutrients and the building blocks to allow your health to flourish movement to maintain and grow your strength, your physical strength, and really your inner strength and mindset to help you tap into your inner wisdom, your self-love to allow for healing and for growth. So those are the three buckets. Let's break them in. Let's talk about them separately so that you know what to do with those three buckets, right? (laughs) So let's first talk about nutrition. So the principles of my nutrition recommendations are really pretty basic. And I think that for most, if people are getting too complicated, then one, it's not going to work for you. And two, I always wonder like, do you know what you're talking about? (laughs) Because the basics are really where we have to begin and then we can build from there. And if we start with higher level nutrition, um, skills, then we will really struggle maintaining them because we have to have the basics. Um, and we will burn ourselves out. So what are the basics? It's really pretty simple. Eat less of the empty stuff and eat more of the filling nutrient rich stuff. So, um, and this is probably no surprise for you to you. Um, so what is the ideal? I like using the Mediterranean diet as a foundation for, health because it's the most well-researched. It also has a lot. You can search and find so many recipes and meal plans and information about the Mediterranean diet, and it's also very accessible. So what is the ideal Mediterranean diet? Lots of fruits and vegetables, lots of um, lean meat, and limiting some of the higher fat meats, also limiting processed foods, sugary foods, things like that. So what is the ideal that I recommend? So five cups of produce every day, protein with every meal, focusing on lean protein, like fish, poultry, plant-based sources, adding beans to your diet, Um, I like to say three or more times per week, and then eating your carbohydrates using whole sources like whole grains, vegetables, fruit, and then, like I said, limiting processed and sugary foods. So, um, and you can, if you want a really simple guide, I actually have a three-day Mediterranean meal plan that you can download from my website, super easy, and that gives you a good starting point. So those all seem fairly simple, unless you really um, are eating currently a pretty standard Western diet, which is very, high, very highly processed, lots of convenience foods, that those those things that I mentioned maybe are so different from what you're eating right now that it feels like a really heavy lift? How are you going to ever get to eating five cups of produce every day? How are you going to um, limit processed foods and sugary foods? So where's a starting point that you can start at right now? Eating more vegetables. (laughs) Sounds very simple, but it is so transformative. Vegetables are such a wonderful nutrient-dense food. They are high in vitamins and minerals. They are high in phytochemicals, which are things that your body uses that, plants, that only plants can give us that allow our body to function well. And they are also high in fiber. So by adding one extra vegetable every day, that will really help you begin the process of getting up to five. So can you add a salad with your lunch? Can you add some roasted vegetables at dinner? Um, I remember when I first started dating my husband, I was appalled because he didn't eat really any vegetables. And so he started with just having a little bit of of baby spinach on his plate every day. And he would... (laughs) literally just eat it really fast <laughs> and be done with it so that he could start to eat the other part of what we were having. <laughs> so maybe that's you. Maybe you are just that your goal is to have one handful of spinach every day, or maybe, maybe you like some other vegetable that's slightly easier, like carrots. Start with that and then go from there. The key is to with these these starting places is see this as your starting place, not your ending place. So that you begin by adding one vegetable a day, knowing that in 2 weeks you're going to st- that's going to be pretty easy for you. So two vegetables is not that big of a step and then three vegetables, four vegetables, and then you're going to start adding beans. And then you're going to start, uh, transforming your meals into being less processed and more, um, whole foods. That is how we begin to transform our diet is by one meal a day, one new nutrient dense thing a day. So eat more vegetables. That's a great place to start. Next is movement. So let's talk about um, what the ideal is. So with movement, what some of the research shows is that having a minimum of 150 purposeful minutes of movement every week is um, kind of the goal, a minimum. So this is about 30 minutes of, of um, exercise five days a week. So That's great. And also ideally, I would like for you to mix those five different periods of um, exercise into um, a mix of strength training and cardio so that you can build muscle and build strength and also build cardiovascular depth. Um, So This is really important for your overall health, for your joint health, your bone health, your uh, brain health. Exercise is so, so beneficial to us in so many ways. But five days a week of movement, if you are currently not doing anything, sounds like a lot. I totally get it. So where do you start? I like for people to start with walking, just walking 30 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, 15, 10 minutes a day is great. Um, And really my goal with this movement piece is that I want you to start building a habit. Start by making a decision to have 10 minutes a day of purposeful movement that you intentionally carve out so that you could start to build the habit of moving your body every day. And what this will do is this will get you used to having that 10 minutes of being physical every day that you have intentionally carved out so that you can start building on that. Um, Whenever you have that 10-minute gap, that then becomes becomes a 15-minute gap and a 20-minute gap and a 30-minute gap, 45-minute gap every day where you are moving, maybe then after a month of doing that, you can try some other things. You can try some adding some squats into your 30 minutes of movement, or some push-ups, or some yoga, or some stretching. Whatever you are doing during that time, I just the habit is the most important piece um because when we build habits that allows us to um do that thing <laughs> that movement even when we don't really want to the and that's really the hardest part about carving out time in our schedule Is doing it consistently. And if we, like I was saying earlier, if we try to do too much, then that's a heavier lift than if we just carve out 10 minutes a day and do that really consistently so that that becomes the habit. Well, I get up and I go for a 10 minute walk. Oh, I get up at lunchtime and I take 10 minutes to go for a walk. That becomes your habit. And once you have more, um, That becomes part of your daily routine, it makes it so much easier to grow that time and to stay consistent. So remember, with the movement piece, you are just building the habit so that the habit can keep you going when your want to (laughs) fails you. And your want to will fail. Believe me, my want to fails all the time, but my habit is to move my body and work out every morning. And that it becomes easy to sustain that because that has become a habit. So walking even 10 minutes every day, that's a great starting point. Next is mindset. So what do I mean by mindset? This is actually a slightly trickier one to kind of pin down but basically, what I mean by mindset is that I want you to develop the inner fortitude to feel more at peace daily and to also have more control over your actions and your emotions. And this will allow you to over time, be calmer, to have more um, feel more grounded. I want you to have self-love and so much self-compassion so that you begin valuing and trusting yourself daily. But, but that really has to, has to start somewhere. So where do I believe this mindset shift begins to grow and to start? Um, Ideally, I would like for you to meditate daily. I have said multiple times that I believe meditation transformed my life, um, because it gives you a deeper connection with yourself and the ability to control your mind in such a way that just gives you so much more power over your actions and your emotions, um, So, the idea, ideal, excuse me, is meditating daily, learning how to notice your emotions, and then having tools to regulate them. So, that's a lot, especially if you feel like you're sometimes out of control with your reactions to things, with your eating, with how you speak to yourself. So where's a good place to start? Mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? This is the practice of compassionately noticing. <laughs> I don't know if the Zen Buddhists would describe it like that, but that's how that feels like a very tangible way to describe mindfulness. Compassionately noticing what is going on with you. Noticing first When you're in pain, when you're in anger, when you're in jealousy, when you feel a lack or you feel shame, and noticing that in a way that isn't detached to those feelings so that you can then become curious about the origins of those feelings and you don't, you begin. not jumping into old patterns of lashing out or lashing in. So, mindfulness is just the practice of compassionately noticing, "Oh, I just felt jealous. Why did I feel jealous?" And and then you can begin noticing, "Okay, when I feel jealous, I do this thing. I feel shame. When I feel shame, I do this thing." And This to me, and I hope this (laughs) explanation resonates with you, but this to me is kind of, when I see this, when I started practicing this for myself, it's something that I remember doing with my kids. So when I saw my kids struggling with something, they were frustrated, they were throwing a fit, they were feeling... (laughs) dysregulated in some way, um, I would not jump in to those feelings. I would see it for what it was. It was the inability to deal with whatever was going on with them. And I, as someone who was their parent and had more knowledge, I could compassionately see where they were coming from, calmly walk in and help them find some way to overcome whatever they were reacting to, help soothe them, help them find ways to soothe themselves so that they can then make different decisions later so that they can react differently in the future. And this is just what being mindful allows us to do for ourselves. It really allows us to uh, step in when maybe our lower self is trying to take control, when we are feeling shame or anger or frustration or whatever, and helps to soothe us so that we can react differently in that moment and then later. But this is a muscle that we have to first know that we need to, to exercise, maybe learn that this is something that we are struggling with. And then we need to um, start practicing this. And like every muscle, it is hard to use when we first notice that it's weak. And so how do we begin to strengthen this muscle? So um, first is mindful meditation this is a great thing that, that you could practice five minutes every day to first notice what it feels like. Notice what it feels like to, to notice, to compassionately notice our feelings, our mind, our body. And this could be part of your daily meditation. Um, another really, and I think sometimes slightly more more tangible way to practice mindfulness is mindful mindful eating and since this is a nutrition <laughs> since I am a registered dietitian um, eating mindful eating is something that is uh, I have spent lots of time talking with people through that I try to practice myself because it is, a way for us to uh, pause and notice what is going on with us on the daily multiple times per day. So if you need more information about mindful eating, I also have a free guide around mindful eating um, so that you can learn the process. But again, you can practice mindfulness while you're eating, while you're walking, while you are sitting in a meeting, And just kind of take a few mental pauses to check in with yourself. How am I feeling right now? What's what? So first check in with yourself. How am I feeling right now? Ooh, I feel a little bit of a prickle. I feel a little bit of shame. I feel a little bit of this. And then you can dive a little deeper um, and say, why am I doing this? Maybe in that moment, you can't dive deeper, but just getting in to the practice of noticing when you begin to have that 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 spiral emotional spiral that just kind of puts it on the radar so that you can maybe just give yourself an internal hug and just say oh I see you're feeling shame right now that's okay we'll look at that a little later just to kind of redirect yourself so All of this seems very simple, (laughs) but that's, that's kind of, that's my goal is that I want to make health and wellness, um, really accessible. I want to show you the simplicity in some of the things that you are doing, but health and wellness really begins your journey towards health and wellness really begins with just a few, a few intentional steps steps towards your highest self. And it really doesn't have to be complicated. So where I want you to begin is by having more vegetables every day, eating more vegetables. I want you to begin a habit of daily movement. It could be 10 minutes every day. And I want you to practice some mindfulness, begin noticing your reactions and then throwing a little self love at at it. That is that's it. So if you need help with these things, don't forget I do have those free guides for you to download. One is a three day Mediterranean meal plan with really really to get you started on the healthy eating part, and then also the mindful eating um, guide those can be really helpful to you. So you can go to the, the show notes for this show on my website and I have the guides really easy for you to download from there. So thank you guys for joining me today. This, is, this type of episode truly feel, fills me with joy. So um, I hope that you, you enjoyed it I hope that you found it helpful. If you did find it helpful, please share it with whoever (laughs) you you think would find it helpful too. I'm so glad you joined me today and I wish you so much health and happiness on your own pursuit of wholeness. I'll see you next time. Bye.